Hello, everybody. Welcome to Arsenal X NGR Radio Xbox Podcast. As always, we throw up the X. Yes, because we're about to throw down. It is another audio episode, everybody. Our <laughs> boss man, Mr. Corey Derrick, is getting some vacation time at the moment. So we're going to let him get some rest. But me and my wife, Miss Constantine, Mr. Jesse Douglas. What's up? Yes, we're going to give you guys a great show. It might be a shorter episode than we normally do, but if the conversation goes forth and it goes longer, I um, hope you guys enjoy it and everything. So, um, there's not much Xbox news that came up, but a big one we're going to really be discussing for our Arsenal Exchange later on in the episode. But as always, Jesse, what's in your Arsenal, dude? <laughs> Oh my! <laughs> it's, I have a lot to talk about here. Well, break it I, down, break it down system by system, because I'm so happy for this. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I, uh, my thing is, is I is uh, this week I kind of uh, and so I get I work third shift, and so when I get home, a lot of the times I'll sleep a little bit. Um, and then get up and help, you know, get the kids ready for school and all that. But this week I, uh, I ended up just sacrificing that little bit of sleep that I get in the morning and I've been getting done early. So I've been just basically playing some games and stuff, things that I wanted to play some new games that just came out. So, uh, yeah. So then the, in this list, I'll kind of have some things I'll break down and things people can check out if they want to uh, play it or uh, look into it some more. So, so um, yeah, like, let's see. For I'll start with Switch first because that, that list is kind of small. Um, I, uh, I've been playing a little bit of Zelda. Uh, Breath of the Wild from the beginning again, like yes. kind of started started over. Uh, my son, my son has his own uh, account on there. <laughs> I made made for him, you know, and and just kind of helping him get started in the beginning. Quick question because, before you go on: Did you change? Sure. Your, did you change your icon after they did the update, the five point uh, no, I haven't. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I switched mine because I had Toon Link, and I switched it to the metal uh, R's, and it looks oh, okay. so cool, dude. Because he's he's blue and red, and then I put him in the blue background. And I'm just like, yeah, I love this. <laughs> but go ahead. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, yeah, I haven't gotten around to. I I heard about the new the new update, but I haven't really gotten a chance. To, you know, I've just been you know hop on it play a game and then off i didn't really look too much into stuff yet but you might say, i need to redo i might redo my custom uh dashboard for one yeah yeah i i change mine all the time because i i uh try to you know finish uh certain things uh-huh. you know like the get the achievements and then they give you the cool backgrounds like uh, that's one of the things i love about the xbox like I love getting those, like, some of those achievements have some really cool pictures that you can use as your background, and I usually end up hunting for ones that I really want and stuff, so. Yeah, I, I got my Master Hunter World one uh, oh, okay. on it with my two characters, uh, which I need, to, but I'm going to change it because <laughs> I think I might, I want to do Devil May Cry, but 
I don't know yet. I I gotta figure out what I'm I'm gonna do about it. Cause we're going actually. I'm, I want to kind of do the blob because it's spring, and I want to do something really colorful. And I think the blob. But sorry, get back to what <laughs> you were know, playing. Yeah. So I so I've been playing some Zelda a little bit, but um, I finally finally got Bayonetta one and two for Switch. So I. I've been playing the first, like, because I played the first Bayonetta a little bit on Xbox, uh, but I just didn't, I, I don't know if I just wasn't really in the mood for that game type when I tried it, because um, I just really, I don't know, it didn't interest me. But I think mm-hmm. I think part of it, too, is it might just look better with this, you know, with the newer update uh, that, the, you know, with the one that they have on the Switch. Because it, it just looks better, or something to me, and so I've been playing the first Bayonetta, and and uh, I just recently uh, got to the point, you know, where you kind of start enough where you can change your outfit and stuff. And I got a, a I put the Link outfit on, so <laughs> nice. so I'm playing playing as a Link in the you know dressed up as a Link and. Uh, I like how they have all the different sounds from from Zelda, you know, that happen whenever you do things in the game as well. Like it's not just, you know, an outfit. They also change like your pieces that you pick up look like rupees uh-huh. and stuff like that too. So I, so that makes me kind of want to play it as the other uh, character outfits and see what, what they uh, put in the game for those characters. If they do, I don't know. Yeah, I haven't unlocked any of the uh, outfits yet for my eyes. Well, you should get them right away. You should get them right away once you get to a certain point where it allows you to open up the menu to change your costume uh-huh. just for bu- just for buying it because because it's it's just added into the game with you know it's nothing that you have to unlock. Oh. It's just something you can choose in your menu. Yeah. You, you go to your your outfits menu or whatever, and then you can change to the is it Peach, uh, Samus, Link, and what's, yeah, yeah. So yeah, they're available basically right away once you get far enough into the beginning of the game. So so yeah, that, that's basically all I really played on Switch this week, no which surprised. No, no golf star. I haven't, I haven't touched that in a little while, and I didn't touch the uh, the bridge construction uh, portal game really this week either. But okay. I've just been playing a lot of games on my Xbox, so <laughs> <laughs> which is great because this is an Xbox show. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah, yeah. So, all right. So, yeah, I, I uh, played. We'll go down the list here. I played Division, the Division with you, obviously. And my friend uh, a little bit. That was kind of last week, but but into this week, you know. And uh, me, you, and Corey have been playing some Halo, some more Halo Four. We finally finished that. Yay. So so you guys can look forward to the rest of that, the campaign. And I'm not believe, sure. I couldn't believe that. Uh... That we like finished it that quick. Like this is like three episodes. I'm like, 
did we really play that much? Like, were we like really? Because it, it felt like one of the. Because I think that happened in Hello Five that like one of the chapters was just a cutscene and then it was like the next level. I'm like, wait, did that just, just like I got an achievement for watching the cutscene? I'm like, wait, what just happened? Yeah, I well, I think I think what it is is like unlike we're so used to those original ones where they they dragged on forever. And, you know, and I liked them, you know, at the time and, and I'd still play them again, but it's just, it's like they got to the meat in the, in these game, in this game, like they just basically just told the story and didn't try, you know, didn't make it repetitive or anything yeah. like that. So, which is nice, you know, like, especially when you want to do something like we are doing where you want to record it for people to watch. So. Yeah, I, I still don't understand what the heck was going on because we was talking so much and laughing and uh, <laughs> uh, I uh, I was talking on World War One. I was just like, three four three studios should never add that Star Fox inspired level ever again because that <laughs> was horrendous. Everybody, you will have to watch the video when it comes out when it gets released, and you will understand. The misery and pain all three of us endured. <laughs> but at level. the, but honestly, at the same time, like I, I wouldn't have even minded like more stuff like that in this game, just because, mm-hmm. like the thing is, is like I'm, like we just weren't used to it, and then like all of us, like our controls were backwards, and we had to change our controls, and, and then finally, finally, once we got everything set and in, you know, like knew what we were doing more yeah. like it wasn't too bad but well i think that we were able to um do the level but if they didn't have all that shaking like if, oh, you, yeah. if you got hit your hit shouldn't have affected our game and i think that was the problem that made the level difficult. yeah yeah that shaking was kind of annoying <laughs> But yeah, and then uh, also um, me and Corey uh, recorded a couple of uh, of episodes of us playing some Fortnite and getting our butts kicked over and over and over again. Because <laughs> I I still like I don't I don't play it enough to to really you know be used to it. So like I have an idea, I know what to do, but like. It's just like so many times you end up f- landing somewhere like where there's a whole bunch of people and someone always gets a bunch of weapons first and then takes us out, you know, like right away or whatever. Yeah. So, you, you know, there's always that to deal with. Um, next, I played it only a little bit. Um, I just wanted to go basically jump in and play the in the cars that I didn't really get to play in an original one, but I did end up getting Burnout Paradise Remastered, and and I wanted to play as the the uh, Back to the Future car and the Ghostbuster car and stuff like that. So I was just cruising around with them and trying those out. And I love the Back to the Future car because, <laughs> like, normally you push the the button to to honk your horn, uh-huh. but when you do that, it, the the wheels fold in and then you start hovering, and so you can just fly around basically instead of driving on the wheels. Okay, so, so. i i got the i got the three sixty version backwards compatible. I think it was like free for games with gold. Mm-hmm. Um, does this version look better than that 
is yeah. it kind of hard to is it hard to compare or did they like really up res it and it looks better? No, yeah, I think it's I think it's up quite a bit, and I think it stays at sixty frames per second, mm-hmm. which I don't think the the I don't know if the other one did or not. No, but, but three sixty one would have been at at thirty. 30 yeah. yeah so so yeah it's it's it looks quite a bit better so yeah and it's and it's 60 frames per second if i remember correctly so because i know it's it's 30 dollars right i believe um oh, what did i pay I for it, it might be or 40 i don't remember okay because I, I i think it is 40 because i think i i seen it at target but i didn't pick i didn't get it uh, because yeah. I got the 360 version, yeah. and I and I know it's probably going to be the same content. I'm not worried about the uh, frames and stuff, but um, I heard it's a really good game. Like it's it, like it's it's great. I know a lot of people want Burnout Takedown. That's the one that I want. I want Takedown. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I was just wondering if uh, of Paradise was like, is it is it worth the purchase as a don't want to say. Can we? Well, I guess it a remaster. It is, um, but it's yeah. like, it feels like a, a definitive edition than a remaster. Well, it's. Re- I mean, uh, definitive. It's, defin- definitive as they it. They got all the DLC. Um, kind of like you know, like DMC Devil May Cry. How there's that the definitive version is uh on xbox one or ps4 like it's it's updated with some added um with some deeper colors the turbo mode like the extra features and stuff but it's literally just the same game they didn't really go in and redo everything yeah i i guess i don't know for certain but it's it's very possible they may have redone some stuff in this Mm -hmm. i don't know for i can't say that for a fact that they did but I would imagine that they they may have made some changes just because of having more power to be able to do certain things that maybe they couldn't have done on the original one. Okay. So I I mean I don't know for sure. I don't know what you know what exactly they changed, but all I know is that it does look you know a hundred times better. So okay. But yeah, I, um. Yeah, I know. And like, it's funny because I'm, I really don't, like, I was not a fan when a lot of these games started going from just straight, like, fun racing games to these open world experiences. Uh And, um, like, I didn't really, I, I played the, uh, Need for Speed one that was more open world and, and it was okay. But, like, the Burnout Paradise is really the only one that I really, you know, enjoyed enough to play more of. Okay. Like, because, like, the Need for Speed one, I have it. And I played that a little bit occasionally. Is that but the uh, I got, Payback one? Yeah, I think so. No, not not the new one. Not the new one. The last, uh, the Need for Speed, uh, what is it called? Most Wanted, maybe? I don't no, remember. Most wanted was the one that was on Wii U. I think it was just Need for Speed because it's like it's a black cover, co- uh, cover with four different people. It kind of reminds you of Fast and the Furious. Yeah, kind yeah, of. Yeah, I got that one too, but okay. I haven't started it yet. Yeah. Well, anyways, like the one of the things though I love I love about the uh, 
well, how about uh, Burnout Paradise? And like I was having fun with it. My my uh, son was down here and watching me play it a little bit. Mm-hmm. And and when you win a race, it allows you like I mean, it depends if you have a connect, but if you win a race, uh, it lets you use your connect to take a picture that saves onto your uh, onto your scores and stuff like that. Nice. So then you can go back and look at them. And so I was just, you know, making funny faces and doing funny poses for, for the camera, you know, to make, make my son laugh and stuff. So I, I have some pretty, pretty funny pictures connected to my, my record. Anyone who is a very bearded person, Jesse's very bearded, um, and you got a lot of facial hair, like, mm-hmm. you know, mustache or anything. If you play Mario Kart GP, I think, there is a section that they take your picture. Like, you, you line up if you want to be like Mario and all of this stuff. Please do Princess Peach. It is the one of the most <laughs> funniest thing when a bearded person and with the hair of Princess Peach on it. It is so funny. It, it, it is so weird because it's like you can have like a small face but like be all hairy and then because it's like the, this big wig of Princess Peach. It is the most hilarious <laughs> thing because you just see people like if you win then you like you got this catcher that this Princess Peach by a bitter man won the game. Like it is so <laughs> funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah that was always fun yeah when you're playing that playing the uh the game in the arcade or whatever yeah yeah because me and my friends would do that but you know always try to do something funny for that uh-huh. when it takes your picture so yeah i i like that i liked burnout uh, you know paradise and i i was glad to kind of, i was excited to get a you know a better looking version of it so i'll probably play that more here in the future but have you um, beat it before, or? Uh, no, no, I I never really beat it because, uh, like, when I got it, it was k- like racing games for me are kind of like fighting games, uh-huh. where it's just something that I I'll fall back on occasionally. Um, I do want to play it and get into it a little bit more, obviously, because I I haven't really done much with it, so I probably will play more of it this week, you know, coming up. Um, but, but it's kind of one of those things that I, that I like to have a good one of that I can fall back on. Like for fighting games, it's either the Naruto game that I've been playing or, I need to take off the package. <laughs> or, or Injustice, uh, too, you know, like though I got those two games to play. And so like for me, for racing games, at least on my Xbox, you know, I'll have burnout now that I can going when i feel like in the racing type mood so but yeah and then okay so also i played a little bit of like call of duty world war Two. i didn't play it too much this week not not compared to usual Mm -hmm. but um i did play a little siege so i didn't i didn't play with Corey or you yet but but we got a like me and me and Corey were talking the other day. We we want to either play Fortnite or Siege with you. I think we would want to try Fortnite more, okay. just because just because that it just you know 
then we're kind of all on the same plane level. <laughs> we're <laughs> we're all not really you know super used to it yet. So, but uh, with because with Siege, I, you kind of need to play some of the situations and stuff and just kind of get used to the basics of of that game. Yeah. I think be- before it would be fun to to really you know do anything else i mean what would be nice with the uh the thing where we can just play against uh against ai is that we can move at our own pace but but it would still just be good for you to kind of know you know what you're doing with with the basics anyways so yeah i I must learn from the wise wisconsinite my teacher because i'll be like i don't know what i'm doing shoot (laughs) (laughs) All right, and then coming up here, we'll have some of the newer games that that I've been playing that that we haven't really talked about or or anything. Uh, the first one, we'll start with uh, with the Darwin Project. Yeah. So, so the Darwin Project is a new game that just came out this week or last week, if you're listening. You know, now obviously, but. That was the one that was in beta, right? Was it the beta yeah. one? Okay. Yeah, and- it's yeah, it's still it's still in it's in the preview program, so it's not a full game yet. And that was the one that was showed at E three last year. Yeah, I believe so. Okay. So okay, so with this game, I I really liked it a lot. Um, it's not it's not really a game for um playing like like for us to do or we could play it as a group quite yet because it's kind of like all they have it set for is just mainly solo stuff Mm -hmm. um so what the idea of this game is and like i guess a lot of people like there's been like people all you know all over the internet i've been reading stuff about you know how everyone's leaving and leaving Fortnite on you know on streaming and all that no one's streaming Fortnite anymore they're all going over to to stream this now and so like darwin project's streaming numbers are are either as as many streams as Fortnite or more mm-hmm. right now so it's kind of like it's the new thing so everyone's going you know all the streamers are going over to play this now um but so what it basically is is that it's it's a lot like Fortnite, but yeah. um, but it's like only only it's only like Fortnite in that it's the that the uh, the animations and your characters are are very cartoonish and everything and you know it's very similar like to Fortnite's you know uh, character models, um, but the whole idea of it is. Um, it's kind of like the Hunger Games, where where it's you versus everyone, and and you've got you've got to like uh, harvest trees and stuff like that to make arrows. Yeah. So because basically all you start all you all you have to defend yourself is is a a melee weapon and and a bow and arrow, but you have no arrows to start off with. So you basically you have to go harvest the trees, and then each tree that you harvest can make one arrow. And so then that way, then you've got arrows for your bow. And kind of like the Hunger Games, there's like different kinds of uh, like things that go on. Like yeah. 
like randomly like the map split up into small sections and each small section can randomly have some kind of thing going on in it mm-hmm. so like so like you have to harvest like materials for for clothes you have to harvest materials to make different kinds of traps and things like that that you can set up to kind of help help you uh you know get take do damage on other other players yeah and one of the things that's kind of cool about it is so like because like i was talking with Corey the other day about this but it, like it's almost it's very similar to like uh horizon zero dawn where like the whole idea of like is survival and you've got to kind of harvest things to make certain things and the all the crafting yeah the crafting and stuff like that it's a lot like that and well, so quick, quick question was this game published by microsoft um i don't think so i i mean it, it's it's exclusive right now to xbox right. and pc but I think it's a, a release exclusive. Like, uh, so it's only exclusive for right now. Kind of like, I, I think it's kind of like the same as PUBG, where it's in the preview program on Microsoft first. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's the only place you can get it for now. But it could possibly go to other places eventually. So, but it is exclusive right now. The only way you can play it is on PC or Xbox. And so, um, yeah, that, that's, uh, PlayStation doesn't have it at all. So, but, um, so yeah, like, so one of the things that can happen that I've no that I found out is in one of the sections, all of a sudden it, the temperature dropped to, to freezing yeah. So, so that area, like the only way you could be in that area and survive is if you had made clothes to wear to to keep your body warm. And so you've got to like try to get out of that area before you freeze to death. So it's kind of like when you're outside of the uh, the in the storm area, uh, like when you're playing Fortnite the battle royal mode if the storm passes you and you're not in the circle that's you know that you have to be in uh like your your life slowly dissipates so so you uh like if you're in that area and you don't you didn't uh make yourself a coat a fur coat or whatever you can slowly start dying until you get out of that section and so and then, like, one of the other things is, uh, like, there's these little robot things that fly around, and they can give you stuff. And I don't know for sure about this yet. Um, I heard that, like, that they have some kind of deal with Twitter, or with Twitch with this game. Yeah. Where if you're streaming it on Twitch... Um, your viewers can actually click on something to give to give you things to help you, like give you materials to help you in game while they're watching. Kind of like uh, like in uh, Hunger Games. Remember they, they like people could could like send a care package thing or whatever uh, stuff like that. But there, I think you can also pick though in the beginning. 
like you can actually pick to be one of those robots that flies around helping the people out instead of actually playing the, the game itself. And so you can just do that where you kind of help, you know, do things or whatever. And so, yeah, the, like the, the whole idea is basically you want to, um, you basically want to just, uh, survive and be the last one standing just like you do in, in the other game, like in Fortnite and stuff like that. Okay. Oh, all right. Anything else? Um. Yeah, I I also played uh, season uh, some season after after fall on Xbox, and that's like a like I don't know how to explain it exactly, but it's a it's a game like kind of similar to like Rhyme and and or. Uh, it's kind of not really watercolors, but which we'll talk like, about that sudden game. Yeah, that just mentioned. Yeah, last I'll talk about that last. <laughs> but yeah, like, uh, um, it's it's really hard to explain, but it's got like some amazing art style. Like, it's kind of like nothing I've ever like. Like to me, it almost reminds me of like a like a painting type like if it was like someone painted everything but but then they did like a shaky kind of animation like if you were to do like a flip book let's say yes. but you but you painted everything uh-huh. you know like some of the art style is kind of like that but i don't know it's just it's an amazing game like as far as visuals go and like so the whole idea of that is like the spirit that um like there's a spirit of each season and and the one spirit takes over uh this fox and then like you basically you have to go and meet these different animals that that hold the spirit of each season and then once you find them then that uh that spirit of that season fuses with the original one that, that, that you are that takes over the Fox. And then you can basically, uh, you push, you know, on the right joystick, you can switch to the different seasons. And so it's a puzzle game. So like each, each season, like there's certain, certain things that you can only interact with during a certain season. So you've got to change the seasons to interact with certain things to get to where you need to go. And so it's, it's an amazing game. Like I, I've, uh, I started it over again tonight actually. And, <laughs> and I'm re I'm recording a playthrough of it on, you know, just for my own personal YouTube. But, yes. um, well, we, before we go on, cause our, uh, mascot has entered the building. <laughs> yeah, he went to go lay down. <laughs> I was just like, oh, he's trying to find him a spot. Uh, everybody, Jesse's dog, uh, uh, Lennon. Lennon. Um, do you want to introduce Lennon? Uh, we never got to, we'll, I will explain to you the story of why he's our mascot, but go ahead, explain about Lennon real quick. Yeah, he, so, um, yeah, he's a Boston Terrier and, uh, we got him quite a few years ago now, but, um, 
yeah, I, I've kind of, you know, been a Beatles fan, you know, most of my life. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, I was always a big fan of John Lennon. Like he was one of my favorite of the Beatles. And so that's kind of where his name came from is from John Lennon. So my, <laughs> it's, it's mine and my wife's, uh, dog, but, but she let me name him. So I picked Lennon as, as his name. So, yeah. so yeah. And, and he's always got to hang around while I'm down, down here doing the podcast. So he doesn't, he, he either wants to be by my wife or by me. And usually he'll, a lot of times he'll go back and forth cause he doesn't know, can't make up his mind. <laughs> but no, he, he, we get ready to record and, uh, you know, we just have a natural conversation and, you know, he'll come in, jump on the couch, uh, he'll go back and forth. Find the same spot that he always sits in, does his little turn, sits down, and then sleeps. And he's yep. literally there for the whole podcast. So it's just like every time that we record, um, he comes in, he takes a spot, doesn't make any noise or anything. So I have uh, declared him uh, our, our mascot for Arsenal X. So, uh, <laughs> you know, um, Leonard... Uh, and you probably could find pictures, uh, Jesse. You probably have them on your Facebook page. Yeah, um, yeah, I've got some pictures on my on my Facebook page and stuff. Post post one on uh, the Arsenal X uh, Facebook group so people can see. Yeah, I could looks. do that. Yes. Yeah, and, I could do that. <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah. But anything else uh, before we talk about that one particular game? Uh, uh, yeah, I got. Um, okay, so. This is another game that we were, that I was going to talk about. <laughs> um, so I've like I've been trying to play some games because Xbox is awesome, and like with the preview program, mm-hmm. you can uh, you can play demos of basically any game that's in there for the most part. So it, what it does is it it actually it just lets you play like two hours of the fu- it's the full game that you're playing, yeah. But you only got you got two hours that you can play of it. So I found Conan Exile. <laughs> I don't understand why, but please do tell because I think me and you was just we was in the chat cracking up. But go ahead. It is, well, I don't know. I just thought I'd give it a try. And it's just so bad. Like, I just, I don't know. I don't know about this game. But, so it's kind of like your, uh, like your um, Elder Scroll type games. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, it's very similar to like, a, uh, you know, I didn't play a super lot. I played like two or three hours of, of the very first uh uh, blood, uh, Dark Souls, and it's kind of similar like that in battle style in a way that you like have to do a lot of dodging. You do a dodge and then attack, and dodge and attack, dodge and attack. You know, like you want to keep on trying to keep your distance, or or you know, because like you'll get kind of like uh, also like in uh, the fallout games where if someone recognizes you they'll just all start running towards you like swinging their swords and stuff and like trying to hit you with rocks and 
<laughs> things <laughs> like that. And so like you, so it's basically though, it's a lot like, uh, like, uh, like all those games kind of mixed together. You've got to like harvest things to, to build to build like weapons like you need to you know get pieces of stick and then rocks and then you can you can build like an uh like a hatchet hatchet type thing or an axe type thing to use to like chop you know as a weapon or whatever and i don't know man it, it just like the the concept of it is fine but like just everything else about it it just looks like it's a like an early 360 game running on an Xbox One. So it it just I didn't really care for it much at all. Like the like the animations are just kind of wonky and and like the like climbing and oh my god, man. If you want to see something funny, go uh, watch someone play this and watch the animation that happens when you're climbing up rocks. Like, you know, like when you in breath of the wild, when you're climbing up something, you know, like you're climbing, like you normally would in this, he's like doing like a, I don't know, like crawling, like you, like the animation looks like what you would look like if you're crawling on the ground, Mm -hmm. like prone crawling on the ground. But imagine you your your character model just being stuck to the side of like a, a rock and just doing that animation, and then like you just all of a sudden popping up on top of it. <laughs> like it's just <laughs> it's so bad. Oh my god, is this game bad? So and it is in preview program. So I'd hope that they've got a lot to do to it yet to make it better because. As it stands right now, it's probably one of the worst games I've ever played. Oh, so, wow. <laughs> like, it's just so bad. Like, it just, I don't know, man. It's, I don't know what they were thinking when they were making this game. But, yeah, so it's it's like a, basically like the, the worst ripoff you've ever seen of like a Elder Scrolls game, basically. Like, uh, what is it? The Elder Scrolls Online oh. type of thing kind of similar to that but yeah and like i mean nothing about it is interesting like all the the uh like your surroundings and the the environment really aren't that great and nothing really looks good at all in this game so but i wanted to give it a try and just you know see what it was about i was you know as conan i was i was curious what did they you know what did they do with it and so, yeah, I, play, I played that for a little bit. Probably never go back oh. unless I just want to have like a little laugh again. Go back and play it to to laugh or something. But that, yeah, <laughs> I do. I do suggest people check it out, though, just 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 to see what I'm talking about, because, I mean, it's bad. It's it's really bad. And and it, you know, at the least, you'd be you'd be amused by it. So, oh wow! Uh, I think wasn't this the one that everybody was making like the penis jokes? Oh yeah, you yeah. When you're making your character, you can uh, pick. There's a sliding scale of of how endowed uh-huh. your character is, and like I didn't. 
I don't know. It, from what I've seen, it didn't make anything noticeable. Like you could change it up really high, but I don't think it actually is noticeable. I don't know. But then again, I didn't really pay too much attention. But <laughs> I'm just like, I just put, I just obviously put mine all the way up and just was like, okay. Because I just wanted to, you know, actually get, figure out what the game was about and try to see what it was like. But. Gotcha. Yeah, so, but yeah, they, that is an option you can <laughs> choose if you want to, so. Yeah. <laughs> it's bad, man. Yeah, it's so bad. bad. Yeah, <laughs> like, seriously, all I can picture right now is that stupid climbing animation. It's some of the worst animation I've ever seen in my entire life. My God. Oh, wow. oh. So it's so funny. So yeah. So the last thing then that I that that uh, I'm going to talk about is I finally beat Rhyme. Yay! <laughs> and I'm not going to spoil anything, but like, other than like the the issues I had with it were were very were very minor, mm-hmm. which which is you know is good. Um, like. I'm here. I've heard that there, it's a lot worse on on the Switch. Well, but, it, um, they really they uh, Nintendo approved the patch. Yeah, um, that big they, patch. Okay. So they did update it, so okay. it's running better than. Okay. Uh, yeah, and there's video that you guys could look on YouTube, like at Digital Foundry. I think Nintendo Life also got a YouTube uh video okay. of it, and they showed the difference from what it was to what it is now. Okay. So I'm guessing it probably runs maybe as smoothly as like the Xbox and PlayStation. Yeah. Cause bo- cause all of them, all of them have a really bad, it, it like from what I'm hearing, it's not so much the frame rate as it is that the, um, like the, like where the frames connect or overlay, mm-hmm. there's some kind of like, I don't know. I, there's some kind of issue with something, but, but I, I think it is partially frame rate as well in certain areas. Like it's very noticeable when you're running. Like yeah. you're like it will it just will get a little choppy. And and luckily it, it doesn't happen like when you're trying to do something like jump from one area to another. Mm-hmm. It's not like during a time when when, you know, having choppy animation would would make a big difference. Luckily, but it does still, it's still enough of a, of a, of a noticeable drop in frame rate that, that it does kind of like knock you out of the experience. Which I got a little bit. Cause I played it on PS4 and I didn't really notice it or experience it. Maybe I need to go back and see where it happens. Yeah. It's me. It's usually when you go in the really, really big, you know, expansive areas mm-hmm. like where where there's a lot being loaded up. You know, on the on the uh, when you're playing, I think. But but I mean, it, you know, like I said, it, it was it was pretty minor to me. Um, the only other th- problem that I had too was like was the jumping mechanic. Like, I didn't like how like 
like you would be trying to push the joystick towards the side that you that you want to jump to yeah. but it but it would change every time depending on where the camera was and so you'd like sometimes you'd be pushing forward when you want to jump to the left uh-huh. of you you know which would be behind you so i didn't like that i kind of wish that they would have just left it where if you wanted to jump to the left which would be behind you you know, on the game that you would just push over to the left and then you jump that way instead of having to say, okay, well, the camera's here, so that means I've got to press this direction to jump behind me. I didn't like that where it just kind of, that was another little thing that kind of knocks you out of the experience a little bit. But, but like as the game goes as a whole like it was seriously like a really really good game and i definitely would like to see them make something like that again like cuz yeah. i i love the story and the music is just amazing in oh, that, that game i i um was on twitter after i finished it and found out who uh did the music for uh for um uh Ron and I tweeted him out I was just like I I'm like your soundtrack made this game because every musical cue that is played every like just every touch that this game needed to punch it and like really tell this narrative the music like complimented so good and so i congrats like i thanked him and i congratulated him he was just like that's really he's like that's that's the thing that i'm happy to hear um he was and you know he said thank uh thank you for like responding and he it he was just like he didn't expect people to uh respond to him that 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 the music to that game is so good i um was telling larry from World War One, it was just like I don't know what you know. He he had his thoughts for the game, and um, when you get to the last section when it's raining, just that yeah. pi- that piano piece is breathtaking. Like that piano piece, it's just so beautiful. And I need to, I need to go buy the rhyme, rhyme soundtrack, and I think that's why I gave it like soundtrack of of the year over. Um, got some cracking uh where i felt like uh oh you good now uh why i felt like that soundtrack is better than near automata there was just something about rhyme soundtrack just the music and listening to it just like you know it's it 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 could make me jaunty but it's so relaxing and it it it's so it it tells the story of of your life like you could feel a emotion and that soundtrack would be there to feel it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I completely 100% agree with you. And I actually, I did the same exact thing Uh, here. I can actually, I'll read, I'll, I'll read. uh, So I, I went on Twitter and I found uh, it's David. I don't Garcia, maybe Garcia. Yeah. Garcia. Yeah. I found him on Twitter and I, I said, I'm finally getting around to playing Rhyme, and I just got to say your music for that game not only makes it, but I think it's the best soundtrack for a game ever. 
And he replied, he said, that's very kind of you. Thank you, Jesse. It's very encouraging and beautiful to read this. Thank you. And so, yeah, so, you know, it's just like too often, like, well, like, you know, like music or something in a game and we never really, you know, get a chance to, to thank those people for what they, you know, what they did. And, you know, a game like this, especially where there is no dialogue, it's, it's his music basically. And the, the visuals are the only thing that's telling the story. And, and I like had his music not been in that game, it might not have been nearly as good because it really does like translate the emotions of what, what's going on in the game. And like the the very first song, like the the one that's got the the girl singing, mm-hmm. uh, "Song of the Sea," it's called. Yes. Like if you go out and you check out that song, "Song of the Sea" uh, from the Rhyme soundtrack, like it's seriously on par with like a Disney movie song. Like it's it's amazing. Like yeah, he's so talented. Like and all the music that he made on there. And, really good and you know indie games do produce great music i just think that from from what they what tequila works was try to uh provide with their game just the music alone is just like man this really compliments like the these pieces that was put in here sells the game sells the level sells the puzzle or whatever it's going through and i'm just like you don't really uh just like you said we don't really give enough appreciation to those creators and those designers and i could see more work coming from tequila works you know they had some problems (laughs) on your side jesse oh is it is it now still uh yeah i still hear it Okay, it stopped. Okay. okay. Sorry, everybody, for audio issues. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, th- that's the thing about Rhyme that I just, I love. And I am going to do an optional opinion about it, um, but I need to go back and, like, play the game and take more notes and stuff because um, I, if you guys go to NGRRadio.com, um, go to Eddie V, uh, check out my blogs. I did a review for Rhyme. I think you guys should read it. Um, but I want to revisit this game because um, uh, this is, yeah, this is That's weird. I don't know what's going on because, of, like, I'm not even moving. Okay. You're good. Now. Okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, sorry about that, everybody. Um, I, I, you know, with this review and stuff, like I kind of delved in on why the music was important and stuff. And, um, I gave it, uh, I'll let you guys read it so you can see what the, uh, rating is, but yeah, I, it's probably going to be probably one of my favorite soundtracks of all time. Kind of like with the Mario games, like Nintendo has their own list of soundtracks of all time. And I separate, separate them from everybody else because Rhyme, Streets of Rage, uh, 2, and Secret of Mana and Chrono Trigger are, and even Mega Man, like Mega Man 1 to 3, like those are 
some of my best soundtracks of all time. And rhyme just the just the music and rhyme alone. I'm just like, man, this is just beautiful. Just like laid out. Like I could go. I, I want to see a piano rendition of this at a concert. At like I would love to see. Even if someone was at a, at a high school and they was playing this, I was just like. Okay, yeah, you you play rhyme, but I'm just like your cover or you know, you got the point across with this music. So, um yeah, I, I love rhyme. I love that game. Um I love that soundtrack. Um I'm still going back trying to collect everything, so I gotta try to see if I can hundred percent it in there and stuff. Um but is, yeah. is that all I've been in your arsenal? Yeah, um, yeah. I was just gonna add that. Yeah, I wanted to kind of go back to and finish it uh, with you know get everything, and uh, yeah, and it's you know like one of the things too that's you know that's why I love Twitter though is being able to you know say stuff to those people you know if you can find them on there and let them know what you think and stuff like that. So, and I believe I believe he's working on some, uh, doing some music for Bloodborne. Yeah, I think so. So, so yeah, so there's other not, things that he's kind of going to work. On. Uh, Bloodstain. Is it Bloodstain? Yeah, Bloodborne's oh. the Bloodborne's PS4. Well, I know, but I I thought I thought there was something new coming out for Bloodborne. No. That that he that he was working on music for. No, oh. it would be Bloodstain because Bloodborne's okay. done. Yeah, from oh. software. Yeah, from software. I think they was working on the Dark Souls remaster, so they would oh, be doing okay. something else. Okay. So. All right. right. Um, I'm gonna uh, get to what's my arsenal. Cause <laughs> that was a very extensive extensive one. Um, I'm gonna start with my uh, with the Nintendo Switch. Uh, been playing Bayonetta two. Almost done with that game. Really enjoying it. Just love the. I just love that game so much. Um, picked up Flit Hook. Uh, for PS not PS four for um Switch, and man, this game is challenging, and I love. It. It's uh, I, I love the rogue feeling, and it is on Xbox One and PlayStation Four. So if you guys are interested in playing it, uh, check it out. It's a really, it's a really great game. Um, it's been out longer for those systems, but seeing it come to Switch, I was just like, yes, it's on the system. I can play it on the go because I don't. I feel like with Flint Hook, if I would have got hooked on, I have been looking at it on Xbox One so many times, and I was almost going to buy it. But when they mentioned the Switch One version, I was just like, yeah, because it's one of those games that I'm like, I need to take this with me uh, while I'm on the go and try to master and stuff. And I uh, kind of realized that I could use the Joy-Cons and everything, but I think I'm going to play this game with the Pro Controller. So I think I'm still going to carry it on the go, but I'm going to bring my Pro Controller along with it, uh, put it on the stand. Um, and then play the game with the pro controller. Um, but I really, really am enjoying that game. Uh, I haven't touched Xenoblade Chronicles 2, uh, 
yet but uh a couple of weeks ago i was playing that uh like doing a lot of grinding and everything in that game uh doing some side quests and trying to get my uh blades up and stuff so i will return to that game did pick up kirby star allies unfortunately everybody i did not play it yet it's still in the packaging because i was playing ori in the blind forest for xbox one and I have problems with Ori in the blind, uh, Ori in the, uh, blind forest. Um, uh, guys, listen to World One One podcast that we recorded and you will hear more detail about that. But, um, I, I, I am enjoying that game. Uh, it was the reason that I got an Xbox One. I said that multiple times. So I'm finally going back to it and I need to finish it. I got one section down. I got to do two more. Um, so I, um, ch- trying to get through that, through it as much as I can. Um, and once I beat it, I think I'll go back and see if I can hundred percent it. But I really am enjoying that game. I would like to see a lot of changes in part two, um, for it. Uh, like Jesse said, uh, play Halo Four with uh, him and Corey, and we end up being it. Uh, been playing, uh, also Tomb Raider Definitive Edition on Xbox One. Um, me and Corey, you guys can check out our first episode of Let's Pot and Play where me and Corey played it. So I could tell you that save data, uh, and going through the game. Kind of realized that the, just like, I'm at actually 90 97% on my other one. So I just need to collect some other stuff and I'll be 100% done with the game. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to do that. Um, going for my PS4, play some Next Machina on it. Really enjoying that game. Uh, started playing Batman, the Telltale Adventure on my PS4. And I'm going to be evil. I'm going to be literally a jerk. Because I, I've, I beat it on, I have it on Xbox One and I, and I beat it in the game already. Um, and I was like really good. So this one, I'm, I'm going to be kind of a jerk and see what it gets me. Um, and this is the one of the games I got with PlayStation Plus for free. So I'm going to be working more on that. Play Yakuza Zero also being up more fools and, uh, getting getting going up in levels and stuff really enjoying that game um we're going to be starting uh hellblade party within two weeks and i was supposed to be starting earlier this month but uh due to the fact of my job and um some uh, some things that i need to do uh like actually get back into optional opinion i apologize to everybody i have not been recording episodes for it because of work i have been getting up at four in the morning uh, <laughs> and getting home by one or three o'clock and driving back and forth and staying a little bit longer like i kind of been drained so uh hopefully i'll get you guys a new episode out and then that discussion hopefully that i can have with jesse white about uh hellblade hopefully you guys will enjoy that one uh sorry for the plug plug but um hopefully hopefully i will get back into that um play some more dmc uh metro 2033 uh played uh horizon zero dawn with Corey. um we was part and playing talking about it and we had a really really good discussion um, and then, uh, we, he played Order 1886. Somehow my Order 1886 wouldn't have loaded my PlayStation 4. So, um, I ended up playing <laughs> more like <it's> a zero. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but we had a lot of great discussion. I should have played Neo. I'm, I'm 
looking right at it right now. I also need to go back to Mad Max. I need to finish that. Um, and I need to start Batman Arkham aside, uh, Arkham Knight. <laughs> like there's games that I brought, <laughs> uh, that I should still haven't touched from like two years of Black Friday. Like I got Mafia 3 from Xbox One and haven't even taken it out the case yet. Uh, and I'm, and I'm kind of the opposite where there's a lot of games. Like I, I've notoriously <laughs> been known to not really finish games uh-huh. like almost ever in the past. And like the, like since I've been, you know, doing the podcasts and stuff with you guys, I've, I've like actually tried to finish games and like now I just want to go back and like play some of those games I've finished again. Like, cause I, I'd like to get, uh, Max, uh, Curse of Brotherhood for Switch and play it on there and beat it on there as well. So it's such a good game. (laughs) Yeah. I was looking at it and, and, uh, yeah about that yeah that's kind of how i feel like like with titanfall 2 like i got a cheap and i just ended up being it and i might do that for mass effect andromeda i might just buy it like for playstation 4 because it's really cheap and i'm just like let me go a different route with this game it's cheap (laughs) no matter um um like i said i did pick up state of decay but i haven't started yet um also picked up divinity original sin um I need to start my uh, Naruto. I uh, picked up Earth Dawn for PS4. So those three games I I need to start. Uh, last but not least, I've been playing still Ever Oasis on my 2DS. Really enjoying that game. Just loving it. Getting my uh, town up. Adding more boosts and more residents and stuff. So I'm uh, really enjoying that game. Uh, but that's all that's been in our arsenal. So we're going to get into some arsenal news we really only have one topic and i'm going to let jesse take over for this topic um before we get into our arsenal exchange jesse yeah so um this is not really too much but um here hold on let's see all right so yeah so the the insider xbox is uh finally coming back so we're gonna be able to basically you know like how uh they have the uh the direct for nintendo uh xbox had the insider xbox and they kind of got rid of it for a while and so now they're gonna bring that back and and you guys you know people listening you you may already know this that they've already uh recorded one episode of it but they're gonna do it monthly um, and basically, you know, just try, kind of try to, to get people, you know, the, the people that work for Microsoft and Xbox and stuff and kind of get them out there and be a little more personal with people and get to talk to, uh, developers and stuff and, and really promote their games, uh, that, that Microsoft is trying to, you know, get out. And I think it's a great idea. I mean, you know, that's kind of been the problem with uh, Xbox One this year is we really haven't been hearing much of anything from them. It's like, you know, we have to basically go everywhere else mm-hmm. uh, to, to find out what's going on and, you know, not really hearing anything directly from Microsoft or Xbox themselves. So I think this was a move that they really needed to do now more than ever. So. Well, they did, they had that survey where 
they uh, was just like, what did you like about the Nintendo Direct? And could you see something like that happening at Microsoft? So I think this, yeah. when they got that survey, I think this was the first step that they was able to take. Yeah, yeah. And I... And it's, well, and the thing is, is like, in the past, it seemed, you know, like, you've got the Herb, uh, what is it, the Herb Xbox, the Larry Herb or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, like, where he would, he does stuff occasionally, but I think with with him, like, he's, you know, a good enough personality that, that they really should have had him doing more to, you know, talk about stuff, and I think... And that's kind of what this is going to be like. He'll be part of the the panel. I think there's three guys uh, mm-hmm. from from Microsoft uh, for, or from Xbox that kind of you know pass off and and talk to different talk about different things. And so uh, yeah, and they the, they recently they talked to the CEO the Sea of Thieves uh, developers and. And I think it's just going to be basically that they're going to just push, you know, push the games the way that they should be, you know, so so they can get as much out there as possible to to get people interested in the games that are coming out exclusively to Xbox. So, well, I I, I know I think a lot of people had a problem where they focused too much on Sea of Thieves and then everything else get they gave you know little site so i think they need to work yeah. on their balancing on how they showcase because i was thinking about this um when we first talked about it and like i when i left i went to go do something i kind of thought to myself i was just like well if you really think about it this is like almost like treehouse live at e3 yeah in a sense but this is more like recorded and they want to talk more about the games the games that, like you said, go that's exclusive to Xbox, and really dive deeper to get a lot of people um, interested in their game. Well, and you know, and the big complaint about Sea of Thieves uh, has always, you know, everyone was always saying, "Oh, I wish, I wish we could know more about what this game was about." And you know, people saying, "Oh, there's not enough out there to to tell us what this game is about. We have no idea what it's about." And so, like now, I think they kind of just did this and tried to dive deeper into it to just make sure that they can get it, you know, get the information out to as many people as possible. Yeah, because yeah, because we talked about Microsoft having being bad, even Sony does this. That those two companies are bad. When they announce a game, they'll show that E3 and then it goes dark and we don't hear nothing about it. Next time we hear something, if it is like in a Game Game Informer magazine or some IGN cover, that's the next time that we hear about it. So there's like no status uh, about that game. So what happens is people end up forgetting it and then it just shows up on on a sales shelf or shows up on the store on your system and you're just like... Wait, when did this come out? There, there was like no advertising or anything, so people can't really be excited for a title when there's nothing there to support it or give them like heads up. Yeah. You know? Oh, go ahead. And it's a, and it's obvious, and it's obvious, you know, when a company isn't doing good enough promoting it, like you know, like both Xbox, like you said, and PlayStation have that that issue. Mm-hmm. And, and it shows cause yeah, you know, like look at, look at horizon zero dawn. Yeah. Like, yeah, it, it was a, it's a really good game and it's a big game, but 
when you compare the number of copies sold to the uh, number of people who own a PS4, the number is pretty low. Right. And, and it's just because, you know, like uh, there's not enough push for it, but you, I think all these, these third party games sell really well because you can see commercials for them like almost everywhere. Well, with Horizon Zero Dawn, you know, selling seven million plus, is that they showcased it, and they focus more on the graphics and what Alloy uh, uh, could do in that game. You know, yeah. they use that game to sell PS4 Pro. Um, yeah, you know, Xbox did it with for Xbox OX. Um, they use Gears of War Four. They use uh, yeah. You know, they used the marketing where they said that all your previous games will work on Xbox One. And, you know, yeah, they went that route and, and talked about it. The thing about yeah. it is, is that people want to see more of what they're getting into. They didn't want to wait for a review or anything to be silent. I yeah. Think, and regardless of you love or hate Nintendo, people watch the Nintendo Direct because they want to see what is going not only be announced but what they're getting in that content and you can, and people can laugh at Nintendo that's completely fine but Nintendo has had people tune in when it when a company can make a hater tune in so they could be able to hate on it then Nintendo still did their job because they got your view if you don't watch it and you're trying to hate for the sideline, well, of course, you're going to hate from the sideline because now everybody's going to look at you crazy because you didn't watch it. So you're not in the know. You're just making yeah. a, a sudden judgment. Um, with Xbox, it's good that they're going this route with some of their games. Um, but we shall see how they would keep this up. What they have to do is, though, they have to balance this. They cannot just focus on first and third party. They got to bring the importance of indies. They got to bring the importance of selling uh, their accessories. They got to bring in why live is important, why mixer is important. Like, they, you know, got to remind people if a game that for Microsoft, if you buy it on PC or you buy it on Xbox One, it's it's uh it's available uh not cross play uh it's the play anywhere play anywhere yeah uh, initiative so you you have that you know Xbox um uh, and Microsoft they just have um they have a way to expand this if enough people watch it and enough people give enough feedback you know yeah even if they take from the Nintendo Direct people will still watch it and enjoy the fact that these great games are coming to the system Cause, and that would do the marketing you know get those get those exclusives you know but always make sure that it's just not it's just not industry talk because all of that stuff is going to go over our head. You know, we want to see it. And if you, if you want everybody to really understand, that's where demos come in. And it would be nice to get a good demo. Whatever they play, everybody should be playing. You know, insider, inside Xbox should be like almost a Friday thing, you know, so that when they release it, everybody can watch it. And if you want to try that demo out, you have the weekend to try it out. You yeah, know, they, they have ways to improve this. Well, and I and I think the, and I think that's one thing. Yeah, that they could definitely uh, 
you know, focus on, um, because they do have a lot of, you know, the, like I was saying earlier, you have like in the preview program, uh, but there's, you know, there's also other games that, that aren't in the preview program that they, a lot of the times they'll have, uh, um, two hour, you know, play thing of, and stuff like that, where you can play demo, you know, a demo of stuff or things like that, but they don't, they don't really, you know, announce it as, as quite as much, I don't think. But, you know, like, even if they were to, like, I could see them trying to get more, uh, indie games, like, early and have them in the preview program where, where people can try stuff, you know, earlier and play, play a demo of it that way and get people excited for things. So, yeah, like, if they were to focus on that, that would definitely be a good idea. So, yeah. But. But yeah, so I, it's, I'm glad that they're bringing that back and, and that they, you know, can kind of get some more information out there. You know, it's, it's kind of bad for, uh, people like us who are doing a podcast talking about Xbox news. <laughs> if they're, you know, if they're telling all the things <laughs> but before good. we can, but I you mean, know, but it is good that they're showcasing it that way we could react to it that we could we could visualize what they're showing and go off of there um yeah. and hopefully they announce days like uh hopefully they don't do a, a surprise Nintendo direct to Nintendo direct like hopefully they market and announce when these showings are going to happen give us some heads up because i would love to tu- i would love to tune in watch it have my snacks and then be able to record about it and you know be able to bring it to arsenal x and on the facebook page you know be able to do stuff like that but that's going to be our um arson news so we're going to get into the last part it won't be too long because we don't know uh too much information uh for arsenal exchange microsoft announced that their e3 i believe is june 10th which is going to be on a sunday um and it seems that they're going to have a lot of big things to show and announce what it is we don't know we we really don't know but Jesse, I want to ask to you, what big thing could they be announcing? Well, I, from what I, from what I've gathered from it, I think you know, like, I think with this, with the insider thing, kind of going back to that coming out, mm-hmm. I could see them kind of uh, like hinting at things and maybe using that, like the you know, kind of to get to give hints of things that we might might be seeing at this at the E3 but like what it sounds like is it's an, I don't know if it's so much as to the titles that that they're uh, going to be announcing are are super big mm-hmm. as so much as I think that they're they're planning on just kind of having an assault <laughs> an assault of uh of of new stuff to show us well, we so could, well, we definitely could count out Halo Six. They're not; they already announced that they're not showing it. They're not discussing yeah. that game at all. Yeah, and I, I mean, I, I guess it's possible that they that they they uh, said that just to to get us off of the uh, you know off the trail of it. But I, I but I, I I'm, yeah, I'm, I go yeah. ahead. I'm gonna go ahead and believe them. <laughs> 
because I think they need something big for 2019. And I I just can't see Halo 6 being announced here and uh, not getting the full treatment that it should receive. I think they want to build it up for next year. Well, and I think that's, you know, and that's just it. They're, they're, you know, they're saying that this is going to be the biggest showing Mm -hmm. E3, you know, for them in history, like that, that they, they plan on this being the biggest thing that they've ever, you know, given to us for E3. So I think, you know, them, them not showing Halo is maybe them kind of displaying their confidence of just how much stuff they're going to have to offer that that in their mind they they've got so many projects and games that they're working on right now that they don't even need a big name like halo to to be able to get people excited this year so so i guess we'll you know we'll find out but you know i just i think i think they're just gonna have some uh Maybe some things that they they own the rights to that you know, like we've talked about in the past, them maybe doing something with uh, Perfect Dark or mm-hmm. you know, I, I think I think they've got so many reviving you know, their old IPs. Yeah, I I can see that. I, I I was gonna say, you know, you know what, I could see them bringing back and maybe them releasing it on. Uh, on the game pass was was a little hint at it but what if what if they start bringing back the fusion frenzy games again and like make them like bring back that that old xbox that original xbox or uh some may call it the dreamcast too like what if they were to bring that back and and try to make some more games that are that are based around uh couch co-op because there's a there's a kind of a big deficit of couch co-op games I think when it comes to the big system i think they all announced it at e3 you know there hasn't been a lot of xbox original xbox backwards, backwards compatibility games so i think they'll probably announce something at e3 for that i can see that yeah happening. um yeah I think that, you know, I think they got exclusivity from Valve. I think there there might be some discussion and some money got changed. And we might see Portal 3. We might see Half-Life 3. We don't know. Uh, the biggest shock, though, for me would be if they do Forza Motorsport 4. And they actually went to Nintendo and was just like, we would love to have some of your Mario Kart um, carts in our game. We would love to have that design that they could play in this game. And, you know, Microsoft and Nintendo has been working very well recently. So I could see Shigeru uh, Miyamoto come out and, you know, the motorcycle that's in Forza Horizon 4, let's just say, is Link's uh, motorcycle. Mm-hmm. And you can actually ride it or you could buy it 
if you want to. Like five ninety nine if you want to buy it. Like I could see them going to Nintendo and be like, "We want to work with you guys. We want we want to borrow your IPs onto our console, and so we could and vice versa." So I I mean I think that's what I could see from there. Grand Theft Auto Six is probably going to be a Microsoft exclusive. That'd be a big win. I think Call of Duty doesn't hold any weight no more for Microsoft, and I think that they want to be stuck with Sony on that. They can. That's completely mm-hmm. fine. Um, I I I think they're hopefully they'll really shed some more light on indie games. Uh, uh, we'll probably see Ori too there uh but i would i kind of would love to see if and this is my last one if they could go to konami and get snatcher on their system if they could get some of konami's old ips or even hudson saw some of their games on their system i would love to see that mm-hmm yeah, I could I, I could also see them possibly even maybe doing some uh some uh exclusive projects with like Sega or something too as well because like like I like I said, like it, it's uh like I, I watched this uh little documentary thing the other day about, about Dreamcast and how basically uh Xbox, the original Xbox was uh was basically what what Dreamcast two would have been. Like if you look at the two systems they're very similar and you know and it's it's no you know no secret that that uh Sega worked with Microsoft uh during the process of making games for that and stuff as well. So but but I so they they have a good uh they have a good um relationship or they've had a good relationship with them before too so yeah but well everybody that's going to be our show um we're we're running a little bit long (laughs) (laughs) but that that was a good discussion that we had um we want to hear what you guys think about uh microsoft e3 press conference what you think of inside xbox um what games are you guys playing we want to hear all about that you guys could email the show at arsenalxpodcast at gmail.com um, also we would love to have your expansion pass questions you throw up the x uh, p-a-n-s-i-o-n um, pass put that in the uh, in the subject line and you know put expansion pass question um, you can also email that at arsenalx at gmail.com um and you know we'll hopefully we'll find your get your question and we'll answer it for you guys. Um, you can follow us on the Facebook page at Arsenal X, and you can follow me on Twitter at that retro code Jesse. Where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at, at sub underscore humanist. You guys can find Optional Opinion at iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and also on TuneIn. Um, guys, thank you. As always, we're gonna throw up the X. Because we're about to exit out. Have a great week. Have a great weekend. And we'll see you next time on Arsenal X. Bye. Bye.